Well, this morning we gather together to celebrate. On Friday we read quite a sad story, the story of Jesus' sacrifice. And it ended where Jesus died. And in the book we read, the sky turned different colours as if it was all bruised. But then, on the third day, we have a different part of the story. It's very exciting. And my book says this. That's the Bible, not just my book. (laughs) Just before sunrise, on the third day, God sent an earthquake and an angel from heaven. And when the guards saw the angel, they fell down with fright, and the angel rolled the huge stone away from where Jesus was buried. At the first glimmer of dawn, Mary Magdalene and the other women headed to the tomb to wash Jesus' body. The early morning sun slanted through the ancient olive trees. Drops of dew glistened on the leaves and the grasses, like little tears everywhere. The friends walked quietly along the hilly path through the olive grove until they reached the tomb and immediately noticed something odd. It was wide open. They peered through the opening into the dark tomb, but wait, Jesus' body was gone. And something else, a shining man was there with clothes made from lightning. Don't be scared, the angel said, but they couldn't help it. They screamed anyway. The angel asked them, what are you doing here? This is a tomb. Tombs are where dead people are. The women couldn't speak. Jesus isn't dead anymore, he said. He's alive. And their hearts leapt. And then the angel laughed with such gladness that they felt for a moment as if they had woken from a terrible nightmare. Jesus was alive. And today we celebrate that the tomb was not the end but that Jesus rose and is alive again today. So let's stand, if you would, stand together. That's wonderful, because normally you have to wait for the first line of the song, I know that. And let us respond with these words on the screen. I say, Christ is risen. Oh, that's not, I'm sorry. That wasn't really very good. Because, you know, Christ is risen. So Christ is risen. The Lord is risen. So let us worship together as we celebrate on this day. Wonderful, though. It says in the Bible that Christ Jesus, who being in very nature God, did not consider equality God something to be used to his own advantage. Rather, he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant and being made in human likeness. And being found in appearance as a human being, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even death on a cross. Therefore God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. Well, I get very excited about Easter because, well, I mean, because Jesus is risen. But clearly, with that, we get eggs, we get chocolate, we get lots of delicious food, and it's a wonderful celebration. I love Easter eggs. I love Easter biscuits. I love Easter sweets. I'm very excited that Haribo now do a little bag of Easter Haribo. (laughs) Always a selling opportunity. 
but I'm a sucker for it. So I bought some of those because they were very exciting. Easter eggs, of course. Has anyone had an Easter egg? Oh, yes. An Easter bu- chocolate bunny? Yes, they count. Oh, yes. Anyone had anything chocolatey? Yes, a few nods. You don't seem very excited about it, but, you know. I'll be excited for you. Yes! Okay. What kind of Easter egg did you get? An egg and spoon. Excellent. Was it like a real egg? Have to get some of those. You can get them in the sale afterwards. Just Yes, what did you get? You had an Easter egg hunt in your garden. Plastic eggs with eggs inside and Easter bunny with Smarties. Smarties. Can I be your friend? Smarties. Too much. Anyone else? No? Okay. Well, I got some mini eggs. So that was good. All good there. I also ate some leftovers from some other things. Anyway, right, so... Also, we have Easter biscuits. And um, in the shops, there are egg-shaped biscuits. Who knew? And um, decorating tools to decorate them in an Easter way. So I thought we'd have a little competition this morning to decorate the Easter biscuit-shaped egg thing. There we go. Anyway, so I need three people. There will, of course, be a prize. And just to clarify, these three people don't all have to be children. You know. (laughs) But clearly... uh, Would you like to come up? Yes, would you like to come up? Yes, wonderful. Anyone else want to come up to... Oh, we've got got someone else coming already. Okay. So we have three people. Oh, we have four. No worries. You can can help. She can help you. Wonderful. Okay. So, um... Oh, dear. Oh, whoops. Yours is all broken. Mine's all broken. Oh, oh dear. Well, I did drop them. Oh, well, um, okay. So we've got broken biscuits... Oh, no worries. Don't worry, I've got an idea. All you need to do is use these things. First of all, you have to piece together your biscuit into the egg shape and stick it together with some of the decorating. And then you can put some creamy stuff on to decorate it. No one will know. Can I, can I say go first? Can I say on your marks, get set, go? Or, or, or do we just like my house. Why is no one listening to me? On your marks. Get set. Hey, this is oh, by the way, oh, stop. This is too hard. I have to be able, I have to be able, seriously, it's like my house. Okay. Oh, oh, attention. I have to be able to hold the biscuit up so it cannot fall apart again. So you need to stick it well. On your marks. Get set. And cue very exciting music. Ski Sunday. It's Ski Sunday. Do you want some help? Talk amongst yourselves. You could like cheer and encourage. 
la, la, la. There you go. You can stick that bit on. You, you want me to do it? It's like my house. La, 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 la. Oh, that's the wrong place. Oh, I'm so sorry. Okay, you've got um, 30 seconds. Oh, sorry, yeah, of course. Yeah. Who needs some help? Yeah. Uh, adults can help. <laughs> Do come up. <laughs> anyone, help yourselves. Can anyone, can, can anyone tell me a tune I could sing? Tune I could sing? No? No, no one. No. Tune we could all sing. Pink Panther. How's the Pink Panther go? What's the next bit? Cover it in chocolate. Next bit. You see, you see who the competitive ones are. You've got, they're all in there. Come on, come on, come on. Oh, do that, do that, got it. Five, I mean ten, nine, eight. You can join in. Six, five, four, three and a half, three, three and three quarter, no, three and, three and a quarter, two thirds, two, one. Stand away from the biscuit egg things. Stand away. Stand away from the. Stand away from the. Stand away. Stand away from the. What is going on? Okay. Stand up. Stand away from the. No. <laughs> right. Okay. Are we ready? We've got three wonderful egg-shaped biscuits. That have been pieced together. Did you have breakfast? Mm, sort of. Okay. We're going to pick up this biscuit to see, because you've pieced it together, haven't yep. you? To see if it stays together in a sort of way. Yes, round of applause. Kind of. Okay. And this one. We're going to oh see that it pieced. Shall I hold it by the top? Fine, good, good, excellent. And and this one here. Oh well, the decorations are good. Sorry, can I just yeah yeah. This, this one kind of okay, and we're just going to see if this one yeah. holds. Oh, what's underneath it? Quite a lot of icing. Wonderful. This one hold together, and we're just going to go with the holding don't test. Do don't, 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 don't do that. So I think, based on. Oh dear. The holding together. Oh, thank you. Based on the holding together test, all the decorations are wonderful, but I think, based on the holding together test, I think our winner 
should be who wins an egg. But don't worry, we have runners-up prizes as well. Oh, well done. You've already had it? You don't want one? Because oh, I was, that's funny, because I was going to say, based on the holding together test, that John Mark was the winner, but you don't want the egg. No, I do. I need to I need Oh, you do! Mine. Round of applause. But well done. And well done. And um, you can take your eggs with you. Because, yeah, excellent. Round of applause for these people. Do you know, because actually, um, it's really hard to put things back together when they are broken. Are you all right there? Oh, I see you're doing a takeaway. Excellent. Takeaway. Oh, that's great. Brilliant. Wonderful. It's really hard to put things together when they are broken. They're never really as good. Sometimes they look okay from the outside, but, you know, when you investigate further, like with the biscuits, they do tend to fall apart. And this is difficult, especially for those of us who tend to break things. That would be me. I have a bit of an issue when I'm... When I'm washing up, I don't know whether anyone else has an issue when they're washing up, I tend to chip things. I smash them on the taps. Do you do that? I thought people might be with me on this. I've done quite a few things, and most things we throw away, but some things we keep and use for different... Unfortunately, I, um, I I knocked the handle off the West Ham mug and chipped it. I know... That wasn't very good. And we still use most of our bowls, but most of them have got this lovely little serrated edge. You know, I don't think they're supposed to, but that's my... I I just, you know, I'm too enthusiastic, and I tend to smash them on the taps, and they chip, and it's really hard to fix them, so you just throw them away, or you keep them in their various disarray, like we do. Now, I'm sure not everyone's like me, but things do get broken, you know, whether it be toys or electrical items or crockery or televisions, as has happened to us as well. Things break on a regular basis, and it can be really difficult to put them back together. Some people will try really hard. I remember my granddad, when I was younger, he had a Skoda, and this was before Skodas were respectable, and the door, the driver's door, wouldn't shut. It just broke. And so, instead of going to the garage, like most of people might do, my granddad decided the best way to deal with this was to get in the car, then get someone else to lean across and tie a rope to the handle of the inside of that door and put it across to the passenger door and tie it all together. So he was, in effect, stuck in the car. (laughs) Thought this was a good way to deal with it, but it didn't actually fix the problem, and in the end, he needed to go to the garage. You see, because... Sometimes bringing things back to their original condition is actually impossible. Sometimes we try and muddle through and do it, but most of the time we don't bother. We either throw things away or, these days, we recycle. Did you know that 44% of our household rubbish is recycled these days? And in a way, I guess this is the way that we throw things away and feel good about it. We recycle it. Oh, I'll recycle that. 
makes me feel better, even though I'm sort of throwing it away. Because these days, we're not really that good at restoring things, whether it be broken items or broken things, or whether it be broken areas or broken countries or broken relationships or even broken people. We seem to have lost the art or even the desire to mend. And sometimes we think to throw away and start again is better. Sometimes we even think that some things are so broken, so wrecked, and some people are so lost and so broken that they can never be fixed and restored. Sometimes we simply give up on each other and on ourselves. We think that all is lost when actually what we think is the end can sometimes be the beginning of something new. I want you to take a look at this clip of DVD. I'm sure that many of you will recognise it. A clip from The Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe. Aslan, of course, came back to life. And when he did, he declared that death itself had started working backwards. Or if you like, he declared that things had changed. Instead of death being the end of everything, it was now in some miraculous way only the beginning, the beginning of something new. Now this, of course, was not some great idea of C.S. Lewis when he wrote the book The Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe. It is, of course, first and foremost, the great truth of God and the wonderful story of Easter that when Jesus rose from the dead on Easter morning, when the women ran to the tomb and found that actually it was empty, not only did it mean that he had triumphed over death, it also meant that he had brought in a new way of life, a new way of life that in effect said, now nothing is hopeless. Nothing is lost. Nothing is beyond saving. Because God can save anything, everything. So however broken something is, however wrecked someone seems, however destroyed somebody feels, there is nothing and there is nobody in the whole of creation that now cannot be fixed or mended or restored by the hand of God. Because by the sacrifice of Jesus, God has shown that he will never throw away. And he does not want to recycle. Instead, he desires, his desire and his ability in this wonderful new way of life is to restore, to mend, to resurrect all things and all people. Because now there is nothing, absolutely nothing, that is beyond the grace of God. Death, if you like, is working backwards. And God is gradually and miraculously redeeming and resurrecting. Until, as the Apostle Paul says in the Bible, the time comes when God will restore everything, bring everything to perfection. So today we remember and we celebrate that in a world that so quickly seems to want to throw things away and to want to classify people as useless, we have a God who never gives up. We have a God whose only desire is to save and to bring new life. And I think that's something to celebrate. 
Don't you? Sort of, baby Kate, it could be. I think it is. So let's stand and sing our next song together as we celebrate the fact that God never gives up on anyone. During this song, we're going to take up our offering this morning. The Bible says this, For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. So let's drink together in thankfulness. Please do stay after the service for coffee and tea and cake, I think there is. Wonderful. But as we go from here, may God bless us and may God keep us and may God surround us and may we know, no matter what, that God never gives up on us and he has the power to restore. Amen.